Perfect. We okay, just so jibber jabber that we're doing right now. So we wanted to discuss how we we were thinking the other day. We were mm-hmm. talking the other day and kind of going back and kind of reviewing or reminiscing about how we first started writing together and how this all came together and um do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about what you remember yeah i remember uh it was a it was about a year ago let's say in march or so um that you know we both finished our dissertations we were both scheduled to graduate and and uh i remember um that you said you wanted to start recording at home. You wanted to set up uh, like a drum studio where you can record tracks for artists or clients or whatnot. And you asked me to, uh, if I had a, a session that wasn't finished that you could play drums to. So I think that, and that was, uh, I had a, just electric guitar part mapped out as a song and I just, I, I sent that over to you and we both were using Logic. So it was very easy to uh, sync up the tracks for us together. And I think at the time we were using um, uh, Google Drive at that time. So I just uploaded the session, you pulled it down and you just uh, started setting up your new gear. So you want to talk about the, the equipment that you bought and how you were setting it up? Yes, yes. And so, yeah, I, that's exactly, thanks for reminding me because <laughs> I, I, um, I had just finally gotten into the world of home recording. And I had been using GarageBand in my, you know, in my teaching mm-hmm. with uh, students and found it very user-friendly on iPads or laptops and so on. And um, so I, I think I, I, I ran it by you. I think you, you use both Pro Tools and Logic, right? Yeah, I'm mostly Logic, but yeah. So, and then I purchased Logic Pro and... I consulted my guy at Sweetwater, John Gillespie, who was great. And he, for a very reasonable, reasonably priced package, I was able to get the Focusrite, H-Channel Focusrite, and some mics and some JBL studio, studio monitors and and the whole shebang. And um, within like a couple of days, I, I just pl- literally was pl- plug and play. So I found Logic and all of the audio aspect except for the micing you know mike mike yeah, the, yeah. yeah the, the mic placements the levels the overheads the the leaking the muting of the even though for years i i had recorded drums but i was never the guy to set up the mics so and that, that's an art in itself yes it de- definitely is and i'm humbled by it but for instance i definitely get a lot of leakage in my floor tom mic from my kick right. drum and i don't know how to rec- some things I, i'm not sure how to rectify yet in terms of our recording it doesn't didn't affect me because because you're able to to work to work around my shortcomings but anyway i was so that's when um when i got the home stuff i started reaching out to uh i i, I asked you if you had anything for me to record so and then, yeah, and what, what was great for me on that is that I had a session um, that I never finished. So I looked at it as just an opportunity to finish something. Because before then, I was using like um, easy drummer type of programs where you, you kind of use MIDI. And it, those programs sound great, but they're 
can't really replace a, a real live drummer such as yourself. So uh, that was great. And you uh, were able to uh, add it with a really live feel and make it into like a real song. So yeah, um, that, but I, yeah, that's what I was doing beforehand with that. And I just never finished it. So this was a good opportunity to collaborate with somebody. Yeah. Speaking of those drummers, like GarageBand and Logic have, you know, Kyle and yeah. <laughs> Southern California feel and everything. Those right. are, I've, I've used those as like placeholders to, yes, that's a good point. While I'm playing my crappy guitar part and, you know, just kind of like to, to nail stuff down to, to, to keep the, keep it glued together. Yeah. They're while great. Building like it. sketch pad, sketch padding. Yeah. So I think there's some value, but I, if I had to, if I had to use, I mean, I'm sure people do, but um, if, if I had to rely, well, you know, I'm a drummer. So if I had to rely on the loops and the editing, all that stuff to make it sound real, that would be like a, a serious, that would be a big job, right? Wouldn't you say right. so? Yeah, it is. And I guess there's an art in doing that because a lot of producers do use a lot of loops to, uh, for, their, for their projects and, and they cut them up and they edit them and they you know, that's a, that's a skill in itself. So, but, but if you already have the chops as a real drummer, um, maybe leave that skill set to the a producer that's working in different types of projects, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it almost seems that, I don't know how, I mean, either the technology has a lot, well, I think people have always edited drum, tr mm -hmm. drum, drum takes and takes in general, but yeah, for I any, instrument, yeah. I don't know if the technology, allowed producers just to circumvent drummers or if drummers by and large you, you know i mean i i don't know how how we got to the point where where we've viewed drummers as so uh so faulty that we need to right that, right. that we need to you know like where did we get caught up on like this tempo and having such amazing time and everything. And, and um, even though that that's great, I don't know, it's like a vicious cycle. So now producers are, are can, can get into the weeds and get stuck editing. Drum parts, yeah. drum, drum parts, you know? So anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I think it may be a little easier because there's no defined pitch with drums. So it's maybe it's easier to, manipulating since there's such a quick decay from the drum sound maybe uh it's, i don't know maybe it's a little easier to do that because now they're starting to do that with guitar and bass yeah. uh it's a little bit more difficult because of the pitch component i kind of feel the same about those i mean those guitar when 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 that when that library comes up when you um right. you know when you look at the guitar parts you're, or like the bass parts you're like yeah this is going to be great and then when you actually cycle through the loops right you're like eh, i think i'd just rather try and play it myself or get you know yeah get, or get they sound right. really they're really catchy but they lack they lack originality yeah yeah definitely. and i guess if i was given this loop library for everybody to use do i really want to give everybody my best stuff for free right. no 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 good Good, good point. So do you want to talk about like the work? How do we decide on the workflow? Uh, like yeah. what were we going to do and so on? Yeah, well, I guess the, the first song that we, that we called Smile. Um, well, I had the song arranged pretty much and you kind of came up with it, uh, your drum parts, but then uh, you played to it beautifully. I was, I was super happy when I first heard the session. 
uh, come back with the drum parts. And I, but, but here's the really cool thing is that when you add your drum interpretation, like where I thought a chorus would go or kind of like where another idea would be, it's kind of like now by collaborating with you, uh, I'm hearing things differently than I originally intended, you know, and that was good because it was now the song, the, the song idea was fresh to me again, it was new. So um, yeah, and, uh, but then we started, like I remember we would, because we would both get up super early to get to work, we would call each That's other. Right, like, yeah. like you're like 6.30 <clears throat> in the morning when everybody else you is were, You were already at work at 6.30. I was, I I was, was. just getting I, in the I car. Six, <laughs> but, and we would talk like, oh, well, I'm, you would say, well, maybe add electric guitar here. And now that cause we, we had the session back, I think at that point it was just a clean electric guitar and drum. Mm -hmm. And we started like talking about how to create layers to it or parts and just different ideas that um, I didn't have initially. And I think uh, uh, we're like, and then you, one thing is like when in the bridge, it gets, uh, we slowed the, the tempo changes. So, and you added these like Pink Floyd uh, type of synth sounds like Moog inspired synths. I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then, but then you said, well, after I'm done with that, you come in with a guitar solo. Right, like, right, uh, right. And then that's how, and that's how we evolved. I didn't really think of a synth there, but it was nice to elevate it uh, to another level. And like, since you did the synth on that part, I was like, you know what? There's, in the second verse, there's like a little segue. Okay, now I'm going to introduce the synth there, and I created the part. So it kind of like foreshadowed the synth coming up in the in the bridge, in my opinion. That's right. Yeah, I I remember that. I remember that. Come. So that was um. It's also a fun. <clears throat> a fun uh, part of rec home recording is, for instance, I, I wouldn't consider myself to be a keyboard player by any stretch of the imagination. However, you know, you could, I, I just turned to my Oxygen 8. It's plugged okay. in, fire up the sounds, and uh, I can start, start playing around with stuff like that. But did, do you feel the same way? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's the beauty of, uh, of uh, working with... Uh, programs like logic is that you don't have to be an expert instrumentalist on that part or that that instrument you can always edit it after you can quantize you can if you made one note wrong okay well you can fix that note you don't have to re retake it you can just edit it in the edit window and plus as i think you just found a, a preset sound in logic's library like oh that sounds great you know yes I mean, you just start from there so that's really uh uh, you don't have to have like 10 different synthesizers in your house yes. to, to go through to find what you want. Everything is in the library right there for you to ready to go. Yeah. I like the idea of triggering background vocals with, oh, uh, with, yeah. with, with, with a keyboard. And so you're not really technically playing a keyboard part, but you're enhancing the arrangement overall, you know? Yeah. That's um, I never heard uh, uh, some of those vocal sounds like that. Like I kind of just dismissed them actually when I would uh, stumble upon them because they didn't sound to be natural. And then, but in the context of a, a song with other layers, you find a place for them, you know? So Smile is, so every, everyone who is interested would, would, and, would, and would hear our EP, Smile is the first song. Yes. Uh, on our EP, right? And it's on YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon Music, yes. and or any any place where digital music is shared these days, uh, it's on. And gotcha. 
and CD Baby is the outfit that takes care of all that. Um, did you want to talk about the vocals at all, or your guitar parts, or? Oh, I mean, I'll allow you to talk about the vocals because you you can you beautifully came up with the lyrics and the vocal melody. So I'll allow you to to go on that. But I guess the guitar parts, I uh, I uh, just. I mean, I came up with the clean guitar parts a while ago, um, but the electric guitar parts I kind of just drew on from the drums. I did play bass on it and actually thought it came up with a really good yeah, bass nice. line. Yeah, that doesn't kind of go with the guitar parts, almost like a, a counter uh, a, a style of uh, bass parts. So, um, but uh, I really, I really liked my guitar solo on it. Yeah, I really like. Thank you. And, and, by, uh, and by the way, if I can interrupt, that sure. it's that bass part that you came up with is um, it has its own life. It has its own I, shelf. It has its own spot in, in the orchestration, which I really appreciate when uh, good bass players do that because they're not just following the rhythm or they're not just following a pattern. I feel like that's kind of right. the easy way out. And that's the kind of the way that I, I that I play bass. <laughs> I just follow like the kick drum or the, but like, right. you know, when you get a good bass part, I really appreciate that. The fact that, um, the fact that it, it, it has its own spot in the orchestration. Right. You know? And, uh, other stuff we worked on, I, uh, I, I would, uh, like you said, have its own, my bass part would have its own place in the mix, but there was other stuff that I, I, I couldn't do then. I had to follow um, um, kind of like what everybody else is doing. I guess there's a time and place for every, every, everything. Yeah, yeah. No, de definitely that first song was an exercise. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of it was, I mean, we agreed that this would be like an exercise in right. getting me kind of a, a teachable moment so I could learn how to record drums, record vocals, mm -hmm. uh, accept files that were emailed to me, sure. um, open stuff up, begin sessions, um, you know, down, down, uh, sh share not only the session, but, but just share particular wave files where the right. session is not necessary. Right. Did you, did you want oh, to talk, yeah. talk, talk about that, that at all? Yeah, I think then we started moving on to Dropbox because it was just easier to do so. And um, and here's the other thing that no, like a lot of people don't think about when they're sharing stuff. Like you also have to give them permission, or they're like they're calling you back. Oh wait, I don't have permission. I said, <laughs> like little things you uh, major things like uploading a whole session, but also giving that person permission so they can access all the tracks and work on it. But I See, think that yeah, go go it, ahead. Sorry and. Um, but it's like, uh, it's funny, like, has everybody's like talking about like collaborating these, these days as asynchronously, but musicians have been doing this type of work for years now, um, collaborating on real projects and doing it uh, even before the pandemic. And like you said before, like when you were learning how to use these programs and the mics, isn't that how you learn how to do anything in life? You, you only get good at something especially when you're doing it for the first few times by actually doing it and doing it every day and learning from your mistakes and what you do well, that's true about any, anything that we want to do. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. You can, you can study all the mic 
techniques and YouTube videos and stuff all you want, but right. you actually just have to plug the sucker in. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. experience it for yourself. And then make, I mean, I remember talking, I, I didn't really know what a pad did. Right. On my focus right or how to set the actual mics themselves and yeah and how many know, times and i still done, don't <laughs> but think about it. you've done recording sessions as a as a player yes. countless times and now you're learning a skill set that the engineer was doing countless times and now you're yes. trying to merge those two roles together and that's yes. really what music technology has done these days is everybody is now an that plays an instrument is an artist is a recording engineer is a mixer it's it's a, you're you're fusing so many roles now with the technology agreed and I'll, I'll i'd like to add to that in that um i guess i'm only interested in it as much as it facilitates my playing and recording so yes. i don't seem to learn i don't seem to gain any yardage uh, just by trying to learn something out of context that right. I, I get the most out of it when I actually have to make something happen to mm -hmm. facilitate what I want to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, so that's what that button does. Or yeah, oh, that's how to edit. Cause like, for instance, I, I don't, I don't even go into my take folder in logic. I just delete my takes that I'm, cause I, I'm not interested in comping drum. Right. Right takes and stuff but you, so. you, you discovered punching in recently which you're like wow i don't have exactly. to exactly <laughs> yeah, the punch the punch feature is awesome man it's like what a yeah, great so you don't have to do the whole thing all over again you just do uh fix that one little layer but you know what that's also um you're also a brilliantly trained drummer and some other people that are may have not have had your training or your talent they love that take folder because now they can combine the perfect take by taking, oh, this bar was great. This bar was terrible. Okay, I can take it from the folders and now combine the perfect take from multiple uh, takes. So I guess uh, there's a, you don't need that feature, but other people may. Def definitely. And I could definitely see how it's useful for vocals if you want to get mm -hmm. the right inflection and you want to keep everything, including the first takes, or if you're playing guitar while you're singing right. and your reference vocal ends up being like almost like, 100 percent perfect right you know, you're gonna want to keep keep everything but um there's parts of logic that i just so what else the the low latency feature oh, oh and, and, yeah. and i just learned how to um recently just learned how to add stuff to my toolbar i didn't even know know the punch feature was there until <laughs> yeah yeah you could you know yeah uh yeah everything is there i guess it's just how you set it up you know but a lot of people don't know i mean think about it i mean i even professional engineers probably only use on a one third of what the program can actually do, you know, because you, you're using it the way you want to use it, you know? So right. if you want to, I mean, if you're uh, recording rock music, are you really going to need how to, you know, use like the beat mapper or the, you know, the drum, you know, different drum settings in the to, smart, uh, yeah. the smart tempo and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, maybe you don't need to use all that stuff, you know? Sooner or later, I think I'll get into all that stuff as I'll have to accept files into new sessions that I need to somehow. Yeah, or if you work with other artists and what their preferences are, you know what I mean? So um, I, I, 
we figured that this for everybody listening, we figured that this would be sort of an impromptu natural conversation. And I guess I, I don't want to lead the convo, but I, can I suggest that in, in an effort not to make this too long, maybe we, I think maybe next time we could talk about our research for our dissertations and how maybe that facil how that, um, how that came to you know, how that influenced our recording of our EP. Yeah. And then maybe um, then at that time, we can also talk about the second song. What What's the second song? Liquid. 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 And then we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll upload this video to like a Sabbath Doherty YouTube channel, but we can also include a link to... Right in the description or whatever, or how, however you do it for, for the review that we just got. Do you want to talk about the review that we just got? Oh yeah, there was, um, he's really great uh, writer and uh, music uh, critic. His name is Jim Testa. Uh, he's from the Jersey Journal, the Jersey Beat. So I remember him years ago when I was in a Jersey band called Darby Jones. I think he did a review of us. I think he was at like Maxwell's. Mm -hmm. a night that we were playing uh so he he's got a really great reputation in the in the jersey music scene the jersey indie scene so i just uh i just found him on facebook and just kind of reintroduced him myself to him and uh he remembered the band darby jones um but he uh, and uh kind of just used that as a an introduction it's like hey you know i got a um an ep with a uh, my partner and you know you're also from jersey originally i'm from jersey so they like to review jersey uh independent artists or acts so he agreed to listen to our five song ep and write a, a review and they it's on um it's on jersey beats uh website uh this month it was just published uh, right right before july 4th weekend last friday nice yeah very very nice complimentary review about our work and we'll include a link to that and just to reiterate, the name of the EP is just in, entitled Sabbath Doherty, right? Yes, Sabbath and Doherty. Uh, and keep it simple. Keep, keep it simple. <laughs> Maybe the next one will have a, a, a mysterious title to it. Yes, yes. And, um, and I guess in, throughout these, we could talk about some of the new stuff we're working on. Um, right. But we already have a, a few songs already finished and a couple more kind of like in the, in the early stages. But yeah, we... Uh, I like to do, I mean, these days it's so, I think it's much more easier to do a five song EP than it is to do a, a full length album. Um, so I think uh, it's, it's definitely fitting. And plus everything now is so uh, more single based, you know, people just release singles now. Right. Cause they don't really, cause people don't buy entire albums anymore like they used to. So also just seems much more doable. Like, I don't know, you could come up with, well, one thing I wanted to add was, is that um, not only is it just easier to attain, it just seems that um, in terms of like the direction of the songs, I, I don't, I don't think that we thought about, you know, oh, does song A match song, you know, the first song yeah. match the second song and so on. Maybe, I think altogether it creates a body of work, but Right. I don't think we're trying to go for a specific genre. I think we yeah, it's not like genre hop. When I listen to like Pink Floyd, The Wall, you know, it's a different time. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I love that album, but uh, 
don't know if people are making albums like that anymore where they have a concept and it follows that concept from beginning to end. Right. You know? All right. Good. And, and um, so you want to wrap it up? I thought, I thought we would just, we thought Steve and I thought that we could just keep this tighter, keep these tighter so that Mm -hmm. they're more digestible. And then we create another, another set. Yeah. Another, um, conversation like another youtube conversation about the second song instead of making this a really long presentation yeah yeah absolutely i think uh yeah i guess if you want to hear what we're talking about the first song smile is a good example and it's the first one we made together and it's just uh, us collaborating but keep in mind we never collaborated at the same time in the same room it was all done um at our own pace asynchronously so good good point and I, just one last thing, which is that I, before, the, before Smile, I had not written a full set of lyrics to a song in a long time, <clears throat> you know. And, and you um, did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Love um, it. And um, my style of lyric writing is just kind of whatever comes, whatever comes to mind. Don't, I, don't, I don't try and like justify it or figure it out too much. I mean, yeah, I'm working on the one that we're working on right now, Hook of Memory. Right. That one I'm kind of, I'm not obsessing about, but I think it, it should have a better, it needs a better vocal present, uh, vocal presentation and lyrics mm-hmm. need to be presented better. But but think about it, you're, you're learning, you're reflecting on your process and you want to do something different. Isn't that what all artists do, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. And um, whereas years ago, I used to be like very self-conscious about <laughs> what, what, pe- what are, what are people going to think about when they hear this? I've, I remember just writing smiling going, eh, it is what it is. Put melody yeah. to words and then we'll figure, we'll figure out what it means afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. People could, people always draw their own conclusions anyway. So exactly. Let, let them, but I, I, them continue. Yes. Yes. But we get, we got it in the review. We got a nice reference to either the beach boys or Simon and Garfunkel or something. Yeah. Well, that's all your layers of harmonies that you did really well. That's, a, that's a, also great. You know, you're one singer and yet you're tracking multiple harmonies. So, you know. Tons tons of fun, actually. It's like yep. definitely <clears throat> much more fun than playing drums, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just more challenging. It's more like so. Um, but yeah, I can imagine, especially with the harmonies. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm, I don't enjoy playing drums, but it's just m- more fun to like break out and do something different. Yeah, okay. I definitely hear that. Um, so do you want to, should we button this up? Yeah, that's it. This is it. We, um, yeah, just check out our EP and, uh, hear what we're talking about. And I hope you guys, I mean, Ryan and I are full-time music teachers, so we've done this while we're going to work every day and, you know, teaching and learning on our own. So uh, it's, it's just a continuous process. I think I would say if you're a music teacher, um, you should create your own music at home and learn how to use these programs. So you can, that'll help you integrate technology in the classroom uh, much better than just like, a, you know, this is a program and teach kids how to use it. And, but create your own project and show your kids, your students, the work that you created, especially if you did it with other, other musicians. Great, great point. Totally agree. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. We'll do an, we'll do another one about what what's the second song coming up? 
on the Lake, next video. Uh, we could do a Lakewood or Lakewood? We can do okay. another world, whichever one, whichever one you want to do. Which one, which one's the second song on the EP Lakewood? Yeah. Lakewood. Okay. So we'll do Lakewood next time.